Hi, everyone. This is Mark Iskowitz, Editor-at-Large for MMM, and welcome to the MMM Podcast for the week of July 26, 2021. After healthcare marketing veteran Lisa Stockman Mariello was diagnosed with a fast-moving type of amyotrophic lateral sclerosis earlier this year, the industry has been closely following her family's efforts to gain access to a biogen experimental drug known as Tofersin that might help. Thanks to the efforts of Lisa and husband Bob Mariello, Biogen took a hard look at its policies with regard to her situation, and while it first resisted the request from her doctor, the company agreed to provide Tofersin to patients like her under an expanded access program. But there was a catch. The drug wouldn't be available to these patients until July, when Biogen's placebo-controlled study of Tofersin was set to wrap up. Well, the phase three trial did wrap up, and Lisa finally got her first dose of the drug last week. We're going to hear from Bob and what his, this new development could mean for Lisa's disease progression. Bob, it's a real privilege to be able to speak with you again. Welcome back to the MMN Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm glad that we still have stuff to talk about as it relates to Lisa and her ALS progression. I was fearful that we wouldn't still have her with us here in late July. I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Um, but uh, thank you for joining us. We'll, we'll just do a couple of housekeeping items as we usually do on this podcast. Be sure to check out the shortlist for the MMM Awards, which went live Thursday, July 7. You can peruse all the finalists in the various marketing, media, and agency categories at mmm-online.com. And the debut of the shortlist means the awards ceremony is right around the corner. Join us virtually or in person on October 7. The choice is yours, and you can register for that at mmm-awards.com. And join us in person on September uh, 23rd, which is a Thursday, for MMM DEI Deciphered, a summit convening a range of stakeholders in a uni unique roundtable format to explore how industry can affect progress in areas from hiring and retention to creative and, and executive pay. Register at mmm-deideciphered, all one word, dot com. Okay, back to the interview. Um, you know, Bob, first and foremost, people around the industry who have been following your story closely really just would love to know how is she doing? She's doing better than she was a month ago, which is great. I don't think it's because of the Tofersen yet, because she just had that shot last week. Although we're hopeful that that continues to have her progression in the positive direction. But I think the biggest change has been we've started her on some supplemental oxygen and that's helped her pulse ox levels increase from 87, 88, which is borderline dangerous to the low to mid nineties. And as a result, her pulse has come down as well. So her pulse had been racing just, even if she wasn't doing anything in the 120 to 130 kind of range on an ongoing basis. And now it's down to the low eighties. So the combination of those two has seemed to increase her comfort level and increase my comfort level too, as her yeah. primary caregiver. And she turned 52 a couple of weeks ago. Um, how had she been managing otherwise, you know, before having access to the Tofersen? There's been a slow, uh, relatively slow decline. I guess relative to other ALS sufferers, it's been quite rapid actually. As I've learned more about ALS, there are some slow progression patients who have had ALS since even the late 1990s who are still with us today for those who have really slow progressing ALS. Um, so as you know, her journey really started for us in January when she was diagnosed and we're here in July and she's already lost almost all of her functionality. So from that perspective, it's been fast, but at this point really, she doesn't have much functionality left to lose either. She can't speak, she's on a ventilator 24 hours a day. Um, she needs help with all her basic tasks. She can't walk 
or that she could only move her right leg. So you would think that that sounds like a pretty tough situation and it is, but you know, Lisa and a lot of people listening to this podcast do too. And just her attitude about it has been spectacular. I mean, she can communicate through other means, uh, through her facial expressions, through her eyes. We have uh, Toby Dynavox, so she can use eye gaze technology. We have some placards. So she's really still quite expressive and her quality of life is better than I would have feared given all the functionality that she's lost. And I know that ties into the question about um, Topherson and we are thankful to Biogen for making this available in mid-July. Lisa was able to get it only a week after they opened up the EAP program, which was fantastic. Uh, That was due to the efforts of Biogen themselves getting the drug to Lisa's doctor quickly. Her doctor, Neil Snyder, and their team at Columbia Presbyterian quickly preparing the paperwork for the FDA and the FDA responding on a timely basis, the IRB at Columbia Presbyterian answering within a week as well. So a lot of this happened very quickly once it was made available, and we're appreciative of that. The problem is that, you know, back when she started asking for this in February, she could still walk and talk and Um, even dance. Uh, You might have seen the video of her dancing with our sons back in Chapel Hill, and now she can't do any of that. So Topherson, from what we understand, has really stopped ALS's progression in its tracks for the SOD1 patient uh, population, which is a subset of the overall population. And it hasn't been tried yet on a patient who's lost as much functionality as Lisa has. So if it can stop it in its tracks at this point, that's better than nothing, certainly. But we're hoping even for some reversal. And we don't. there's been some reversal in people with less progression. Uh, there's really an opportunity for a ton of reversal here because she's already lost so much functionality. So it will be interesting to see what happens. And I think it'll be valuable for Biogen to, and the FDA to find out that information as well. You know, when you heard back in April that Biogen was willing to provide access to the drug for patients like Lisa, but that she'd have to wait until July, the news was was rather bittersweet. I mean, April to July was an awfully long time to have to wait when we're talking about a fast-moving disorder like Bulbar ALS. And their argument was that early access could compromise the trial. But as you know, Lisa has unfortunately saw further declines and her ability to speak, walk, and write during that time. Do you still feel that the company could have or should have provided more immediate access? I understand their position. Um, I respectfully disagree with it. I don't think that people who were in the trial would have exited the trial three or four months into it. I hate to criticize a company that's developed this drug, which I think is going to help Lisa and, and maybe down the road help our sons and also help thousands of other ALS sufferers. But if it had been in April and it had stopped her progression, then she certainly had greater functionality in April than she does now. Um, But she was able to go to our boys' graduations, all three, which was great. Um, She was able to see her 52nd birthday, and she's a fighter. So to be honest with you, in April, I didn't know if any of those things were going to happen. And they've all succeeded. And at this point, I feel like we're kind of playing with house money because we still have time together every day. 
Well, the, the, the phase three trial ended and uh, it also ended people getting placebo. And so Lisa was able to get her first dose of the drug last week. Is it too soon to know what getting this treatment means for Lisa's disease progression? It is too soon to know. We haven't seen any reversal yet. Um, we haven't seen any decline either. So that's good. Uh, she will get another infusion two weeks after the first one. So on August 5th, and then another one two weeks after that on the 19th. And then I believe there's three more after that, but they start to be monthly. Mm -hmm. And it's a pretty simple procedure, actually. They just take out um, 15 milliliters of spinal fluid and then inject 15 milliliters of tofersin into her spinal cord. Okay. The whole process only took 10 minutes or so once they started it. There was a neurological exam, and then they did the procedure, and we were in and out of the hospital in less than two hours. And, and of course, this didn't happen in a vacuum. Uh, you know, you, you guys staged demonstrations. You know, your online petition drew well over 100,000 signatures. You orchestrated an earned media campaign that would make any brand manager uh, jealous. Looking back, how do you feel about those efforts? Um, I'm so proud of the efforts, and uh, I appreciate you recognizing uh, what Lisa has done to advance ALS awareness, and myself um, by proxy. But I also wanted to recognize that there's many, many other people that were involved. Um, Diane Hoey was so instrumental. A bunch of Lisa's former co-workers and current co-workers were involved. Media folks, including yourself, who got the message out. Our Congressman Tom Malinowski and our Senators Booker and Menendez. There were a lot of aspects to this campaign and um, Lisa was the inspiration for it. And um, she fought the fight herself as long as she could until she lost the ability to type and speak. Um, but once she could no longer do those things, there were a lot of people who were willing to you know, pick up the banner and keep moving it forward. Biogen said on its earnings call just last week that it recently initiated the Individual Compassionate Use Program to provide to person two patients suffering from the SOD1 form of ALS. Um, are you satisfied with how rules around compassionate use may be evolving, or would you like to see more progress there? Um, I think everyone would like to see more progress, but this, from what I understand from others, was an unprecedented step for ALS patients. So I don't want to downplay the achievement that was already made and Biogen's concession, and we're thankful for that. Um, maybe it has something to do with the multi-faith prayers <laughs> that we received. I mean, it's, it's amazing how much prayer has been going around on Lisa's behalf in synagogues and uh, mosques and churches around the world. It is great that it's moving forward, and I know there's legislative efforts specifically on ALS. People are just frustrated specifically on ALS. The main drugs that are given up to this point that are FDA approved have been out there for 20 plus years. You would think that more progress would have been made. And I think the FDA needs to start having a better balance of risk reward. There was a very powerful statement made by someone on one of the recent ALS calls. They said, it's easier for me to schedule my own doctor-assisted suicide um, than to get access to these drugs that could improve my quality of life. So when it's easier for you to order a cocktail of drugs that could slow your heart rate 
beat and uh, prevent nausea and eventually get to the point where your, your heart stops. If when that you can do under the FDA, but you can't get access to drugs like Tofresin, um, there seems to be something wrong. You know, we'll, we'll know more when Biogen's phase three trial, trial reads out in the fall, but you know, given the incredible unmet medical need in ALS, as you say, you know, your efforts will no doubt help others. And it's good to hear about those uh, in, interfaith efforts. I, I also want to ask how you're holding up. You know, I, I, it's kind of a silly question given, given the emotional roller coaster and everything that you're on. But, um, you know, I see you also, you know, being there for your family, the rest of your family. You know, we're, we're also wondering how you're holding up, Bob. Well, that's nice of you to ask. As it relates to the rest of my family, I feel like that's one area that um, I haven't been able to give as much as I would like because Lisa requires so much time. And um, I don't, don't mean that to sound like a negative. I'm happy that she's around and I get to spend that time with her. But um, I do feel like, and probably most caregivers feel this way when they have someone who is at a stage where Lisa is that other things kind of fall by the wayside, but um, they've been great and understanding and they know this is a temporary situation and hopefully I'll be there for them for years to come. Yes. Yes. I, I know you will be. And uh, we, we just hope and pray for as much time with Lisa uh, as we can get. And uh, I know I speak for many in our audience who deeply admire your, your accomplishments and are in awe of how you're handling the situation and, we will, of course, continue to have you in our thoughts and prayers. Thank you. I appreciate that. And um, once again, I'd like to thank you and everyone else who's been involved in this effort and uh, certainly benefiting Lisa with this ability to get Tofersen, but she's not alone in this EAP program that Biogen launched mid-month and many other people, not only with Tofersen, but other situations where people have conditions that aren't mainstream and that don't get the attention of some of the other conditions that are out there, which understandably get more attention because they afflict more people. But um, th these neurological diseases are so devastating what they do uh, to someone's body while leaving their mind intact or, or some others. My mom had Parkinson's, another neurological disease that was horrible to see the progression as well. Which lucky though that even though this is going to rob Lisa of and the world of Lisa's, her person, personality, we've had six months to spend with her and most people don't get that when they lose a loved one. Thank you for putting your perspective. Um, we're going we're gonna to leave it there. I want to thank Bob you know, for, for graciously agreeing to come on the program. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I did, please give us a like, subscribe, help others discover the show. And uh, once again, I want to thank Bob Moriello for, uh, for joining us. And take care, everybody. This has been Marcus Kowitz uh, for the Eminem Podcast signing off. We'll see you next time.